0: tiredness, nausea, sore mouth, abnormalities in liver blood tests, diarrhea, hair thinning or loss, vomiting, rash, and loss of appetite. This episode was pre-recorded for my Patreon members. However, I am dropping this episode today for y'all to get to know more about the kid. Please make sure to support the kid on Patreon. Merch is now available. And if you are looking for a good book to read, because y'all know I love to read, make sure y'all check out the list that I created on the PXG podcast website as well. All links are available in the show notes below. So enjoy this week's episode. And until next time, later.
1: Welcome. You are now listening to The Professional. The Professional.
0: homegirls and niggas. It's your girl A from the PHG Podcast, the only place where you will hear interviews from women anonymously on stories that will enlighten and expand on taboo topics. Now if you hear someone that sounds familiar, mind the business that pays you, child. If you like the PHG Podcast, please rate, review, and subscribe on Apple Podcasts. Please, five-star reviews only. Hold me down, don't hold me up. You can connect with me on Instagram, at the Professional Home Girl, at the PHG Podcast, and last but not least, at Epinay Beauty. If you are all caught up with episodes, listen to bonus episodes by supporting the PHG Podcast Patreon account. To support, please visit www.patreon.com forward slash the PHG Podcast. Now please keep in mind that all of my guests are anonymous, so let's begin this week's episode. Hey, Professional Home Girls and niggas. (laughs) i am super excited about this episode um so i was in nashville i literally just came back well yesterday a couple of days ago about depending on when you hear this and i spent time with one of my closest friends um this is a person who taught me about brandon we've been friends for over what 10 years probably longer than that right yeah she taught me businesses Brandon um she is so dope like I always like big her up because I know she is like like she is just super talented. Um what that's would you say you're you and you journal what is it journalistic yeah journalism? journalism yep child like a whole retard journalistic <laughs> 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 but journalism she does upholstery furniture she's a DJ like she's just like so fucking dope. So I thought it would be cool instead of me like asking my friends certain things and I trust her because her pen game is nice I thought it'd be cool if she interviewed me and asked me certain things. So, are you ready? I am. You excited? I'm very excited. <laughs> and if you want to hear her DJ, her playlist, y'all, I'm telling y'all, I didn't listen to like all day. Um, hit me up, email me at hello at thephdpodcast com, or you can hit me up, message me on a Patreon account because her playlists are just like, od y'all, od. And we're both Nikki fans, so yes. <laughs> Alright, okay, so this is your show. Do your thing. Oh, shoot.
1: Well, welcome mm-hmm. to the PHG Podcast. We are changing tables today. We turn the tables, and we're going to have a lot of fun today. First, um, I just want to thank you for the opportunity to do this with you and thank you for choosing me to you. I know. You're me. the only person I trust out my friends. Yes. <laughs> Don't tell everybody. But thank you so much for this opportunity and you have certainly made my day. Like I, I was like, I have to have full energy for this. I know we were supposed to do it yesterday while you were here, but I was like, I'd rather do it in a daytime when I'm like full of I know, y'all. Right she was
0: falling asleep. I'm like, You really tired? <laughs> She's like, Yes.
1: <laughs> I needed like eight naps. I needed a full night's nice rest for this. Ooh. Um, but I'm really excited and i just I guess we could just get right into it. But my um my first question for you is PhD podcast. Why do you feel like you embody that? Like, I know you created it, but what exactly um, embodies what a PhD uh, is?
0: Uh, I think I embody, I feel like this is a real interview. <laughs> it is. It exactly. is. <laughs> I, don't know, I feel like, I think, I mean, of course I don't want to be biased because it's my baby, but like, PHG, professional homegirl, it's just so dope. Like, it's so relatable, and I think that the reason why it does so well, because it's something that I can relate to, but like, you know, shit that I go through on an everyday basis. Like, every day I'm always stressed out about something or things I went through in my childhood or, like, shit that I probably went through and I'm like, yo, am I am I the only person that's going through this? So it's like, when I hear other people's stories and the work that I'm putting in to, you know, be able to share these stories with everyone, like, it just, to me, that's just a professional girl. Like, we go through mad shit, but we gonna make it happen and we gonna see it through. Yeah, Yeah. So I'm excited. You cover a
1: wide range of topics from uh, being a surrogate, to addicted to drugs, to, to intuitive car reader, I really want to talk about um, the one that you did, I Was Addicted to Drugs. How was that, listening to that, and like, I know you always have to go back and listen to your interviews, um, tell me, I guess first asked ask you about your childhood and growing up, and then we can kind of talk about going into that, I Was Addicted to Drugs, not saying you are addicted to drugs, but how we went right. into that, but bridge that gap for us.
0: Well, the funny thing about the I Was Addicted to Drugs episode is, so that's two um, episodes, right? So if you listen yep. to part one compared to part two, part one, she was not open at all. Like, she was yeah. very stiff. <laughs> like, yeah. I literally had to pull her the skin off her teeth to, like, open up. But I mean, it, which is fine with me, because it's just, like, this is helping me with my skills as being a storyteller and stuff like that. So, like, but when you listen to part two, like, she's very open. She wants to talk more. She was very, like, um, very detailed like she was very given of her story but it's so funny because when I, I talked to certain people who listen to the episode they was like "Did she want to do it and i'm like i know right <laughs> but i feel like um with that story like i always had like a a soft spot for people that are um addicted to drugs drugs or any type of addictions because my father was addicted to uh drugs and my mom was addicted to alcohol
1: mm-hmm.
0: so it's just like when i see when i used to see um uh, drug addicts or whatever it's just always like renaissance with me like damn like and I didn't find this about I didn't find this out about my dad until I was in my late 20s so I used to literally just you know living in New York you see a homeless person or you see somebody that's to drugs strong out on the street like to every corner store and I used to get like really sad whatever and then when I started playing two and two together I found out he was addicted to drugs and it's just like wow it's just so funny how certain things can affect you and you don't even know why you know yeah so I think that's why like I was happy that I did that episode because it kind of like shed light whereas you know she was out here getting in living in like she could have been dead so like for her to be in a space where like she does a uh, community service she's a gospel rapper like she does like a lot of positive things and just trying to get back to the youth for like homeless shelters and stuff so it's just like to see that from where she started at is like amazing to me you know yeah, it is. And I also gives hope to other people that's going through things, because, like, you know, I wish that I can be able to be a resource to, you know, both of my parents when it comes to certain things with their drug, with their addictions, but at the end of the day, it's like, sometimes you can't force people to do certain things that they're not ready to do it, you know? Yeah. They gotta want it for themselves. Exactly.
1: And that, I had to share it with me, too, um, with, with that episode. It was really interesting to me, because I've been around it my whole life. My mama, um, before she passed away, she's a recovering, um, an a addict um she was in na so i used to go oh, to i didn't go know back. that yeah yeah girl girl mm, so yeah i, I know I've that i've seen her uh, i've been there when she was literally smoking crap um i've been there when she went to cop and my father same thing i wasn't around him when he was doing drugs but he was in and out of jail for drugs so when i saw that episode, i was like i need to listen to this and sometimes um a random thought too, just thinking about it. Mary J. Blige had a podcast, and she interviewed um Jada Pinkett Smith. Really? And she had, yeah, she had she had her on there, and she was talking to her. She's like, yeah, my mom was a heroin addict.
0: And oh, Jada like, mom, oh, yeah, man. Jada mom was out here. Yeah. Graham. Oh, yeah. Gam. Yep, Gam, Gam was in these streets, crazy, baby. <laughs>
1: cause, Cause Gam is that's what I call my grandma. I call her Gam. So I was like, Gam. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, she was out here, and for a minute, I. I kind of totally forgot about that. Like me going to my mom's anniversaries and different things. But when she said that, I was like, oh, shit, my mom was a crack addict. Like my mom was a crackhead. But um, she ended up being a substance abuse counselor throughout her years. And before she passed, she had about uh, about 17 years. Clean, oh, I think. God bless her. Yeah. Years. Yeah. So it, it's, it's but it's a thing that it's a, a daily thing um same thing with like depression and different things like it's something daily that you have to work mm-hmm. on so um mm-hmm. I I praise you for doing that interview and having you, the courage friend. to sit there and listen to to what she had to say and stuff because sometimes it, it'll just bring so many emotions oh yeah like Whoa, this is a lot. I mean with but, certain
0: interviews I yeah. definitely have to like pray and try to like mm-hmm stay focused because sometimes some certain interviews can be just a lot (laughs) you know what I'm saying or certain stories because it's just like sometimes you be thinking like my god like how is this even possible like how is they going through this or how did they make it through or just like it's it's just sometimes it could just be a lot like when I did the episode with my um one of my best friends with her mom and her mom was telling a story where her dad killed her mom and, oh, my God, to see a 60-something-year-old woman still crying for her mom, like, that broke my heart. I think that's probably like, the second episode I cried on. Really? Yeah. Wow. And what do you do
1: in preparation for these interviews?
0: Um, You know, I get my water, and I just pray. I ask God to, like, uh, to let the guests know to trust me that, you know, I have positive intentions um to help me stay focused to make the guests feel comfortable and you know just to cover the episode and, and for us to have fun
1: yeah and then my next thing for you too is like why phg when how did this come about like give us the whole rundown of like you sitting there and coming up with the idea to say you know what i'm gonna make a podcast hmm. and my guests are gonna be
0: anonymous yeah i never told you the story no oh, Wow. i was thinking if i told you that now so, when what? my grandma passed away, my nana, um, I went through a depression, and I was just, like, going fucking through, y'all. Like, I was, like, because my grandma was, like, a mom to me, and I was kind of, like, the only family, like, I essentially really had. So, when I was going through everything, I was just, like, yo, like, what can I do? Like, what can be an outlet? Because I just can't keep all this anger and all these depressed feelings and sorrow and grief. Like I just had so many fucking emotions going on at once. Like it was driving me crazy, right? Mm-hmm. And so I was brainstorming whatever because I love to create. And I was just like, I know I'm not the only person that's going through this type of feeling like, cause I was like, I don't know, you battle like when you, that was my first time ever losing somebody that was close to me. And so like, mm-hmm. it was just like heartbreaking for me. Like I just felt like I just, I just didn't want to live no more. So one day I was in my room, and I was just thinking whatever, and I was like, maybe I'll start a blog, whatever, and just, like, share, like, the different things I'm going through with them, like, my grief, whatever, or how I'm feeling, and then I was also thinking, like, well, maybe the blog would be cool if, like, because you know how, like, you be at work, right, and, like, you be talking mm-hmm. to your homegirls, like, how are we talking now, but when you get a call, you be, like, you get all professional and shit, and <laughs> your voice <boy switched>. Yeah. <laughs> so I was like, maybe it could be something for, like, around-the-way girls, like, girls like us, like... Like, when people see me, they may think I'm slush and stuck up, but like, I'm a cool ass chick and I like to have fun and crack jokes and shit. And like, and I like to be around niggas. Like, you know, I can play the fence forever. And so I was just trying to embody all that shit into one. And, you know, I always do everything with my grandma on mind, because my grandma always showed me the way. And, I mean, my grandma was a better woman than me, but like, she still likes me. You know what I'm saying? So I was just yeah. thinking of names, whatever. And I love like certain like uh, word wordplay. Like, I'm a rapper. And I don't know like professional homegirl <laughs> just came to me like at yeah. the time I asked a friend and she was like yo that's dope and then that was it and then I think that when I was doing the blog itself I think the blog was kind of daunting and it was just like you know people not gonna people for people to really read your work you gotta really be a writer and I don't think I'm a writer like I feel like I can write but I, I'm not as nice as as other people and not to compare myself to other people I just know that's not my my strong point you know like, I don't enjoy it, but one thing that I realized, I was like, you know, I need to transition transition this into something cool and something dope and something that I would actually really enjoy, and one thing that I always like is just talking to people, and when I talk to people, people love to tell me their business, and I'm talking about, like, <laughs> I'm, I'm talking about, like, crazy shit, like, shit that you would, like, people used to always tell me their secrets, and I'm like, damn, like, you know, I think that's a beautiful thing to make somebody feel comfortable in sharing certain things with you because, you know, people have their guards up. Mm-hmm. And I always felt like I make people feel seen and I thought that was pretty cool. So, I was like, yo, maybe I'll try a podcast and that was, the rest was history. And then I think with yeah. the anonymous tip is because you know, if people telling their business, they don't want people to be in their business. You feel me? So, yeah. yeah. I was like, if I'm going to tell people business, I have to put a twist on it. Like, what's going to make this stand out? But also make people like, yo, who the fuck is she talking to? <laughs> and, right, there you go.
1: Wow. So, you do have a journey through this, I guess. And then I want to know, too, about your journey through just getting to that point to say in podcast, like, what were you doing when you were younger? Like, when you were little, what was your fourth grade life like?
0: um well I always knew I wanted to be an entrepreneur like I don't know the exactly the pinpoint but I just knew that I wanted to be a boss like I knew that I was gonna go to HBCU I know I knew that I just thought I was gonna be an entrepreneur like I don't know where it came from and somebody else asked me that question so I really be like trying to like zone out and try to figure out like when did I get that first thought? but I just knew I was I know I'm gonna be a boss like I know I want to own several businesses and stuff um And I don't know, like, I love to read, like, I I really wish I could have a better answer, but I don't know where it came from. Yeah. I just knew that what I was, I know that what I'm doing now is what I'm supposed to be doing because it feels good. Mm. You feel me, like? Speak it. Speak it. Yeah, like, (laughs) I don't feel like, even when I do have, like, a little struggle with certain things, like, certain topics, whatever, it always Mm. come out even better than what I thought it was gonna be, like, and that's how I know I'm walking in my purpose with this, like, I don't feel like black women's stories are told enough. And I don't think, I don't feel like, and maybe I'm being biased because this is my baby, but I don't feel like black women's stories are being told the way that it's being told in the podcast. I don't think so either. Because it's so like raw and genuine. (laughs) And it's like, right? And it's from so many different walks of life. Like it's just so fucking cool.
1: It is. I'm just thinking about And how do you come up with these, these different interviews, like how do you know what to what's what you what people want to hear before you started, you know, your Patreon, or before you even started asking people what they want to hear? How did you come up with how you're gonna have your guests on there? How did you come up with the routine of getting it done?
0: Um, I always came up with stories and shit that I wanted to talk about. Or shit that caught my eye. Yeah. So I'm like, it's something called something caught my eye. I know it caught the next person's eye. And I think that within certain things within our, community, within our community, like certain shit is just not discussed. Like, niggas ain't talking about they got herpes. Like, what? Yeah. <laughs> you get know what I'm saying? Yeah. Or niggas ain't talking about they, that they daddy killed their mama. It's just like, things like that are like, you know your homegirl selling pussy, but ain't nobody really talking about that.
1: Yeah.
0: And not the way we're talking about it. And it's also a place of like, it's a safe space like y'all get your shit off let niggas know what time it is because the reason why i'm selling pussy is because i gotta support my siblings because both my parents don't crack you know what i'm saying so it's just like Mm -hmm. i think that's another reason why i wanted to make people anonymous because i wanted people to actually hear the story so when you hear the story it makes you want to actually know more about the person you feel me yeah
1: and then they have that option too to look into it and i like that you give them that option, I feel like it opens the guests up more, to mm-hmm. to share this so they're like, well, they're not going to know who I am, so I can really tell you. Yeah, get your like, shit like, off. Really and then once they get comfortable, it's like, shit, you know, if people want to know more about it, have them hit me up. Yeah, exactly. Because now I feel like it gives them, I think it gives them that extra boost of confidence when they're done. They probably think about like, you know what? Let me walk into, let me walk into this. Right. Because so this is what I do. I'm, I literally do this I might be I'm an intuitive card reader. I'm addicted to drugs. I got herpes, all of that. I
0: this is what's up. That's what I'm saying. Or even when I did the interview with the millionaire person, um, she won I think like fifty some million dollars. She was like, This is anonymous, right? <laughs> 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 I was like, Yeah, girl, you know, she was telling me how she was flipping her money. Wow. And then speaking of those,
1: how with those interviews, do they ever contact you back to talk about more? Because I know with the um, I'm Addicted to Drugs one, that was a part one and part two. But how did they go about that? How do you know if they're interested in talking about it? Do you ever get the ones that are like, yo, like I got some more updates to my story. Like, can I share or how does that happen?
0: Well, normally when I do part one, part two, because like, you know, we in well, I'm in New York. So, you know, we mm-hmm. on on a trains, buses, we walk the case may be. So I always think about somebody attention span because I think about my attention span. And sometimes mm-hmm. if an episode is broken down in two parts, that means that episode was like super long. And I don't think somebody yeah. wanna be listening to something for a long time. You get yeah. what I'm saying? So that's why I break it up. And normally I follow up with people um based off like what the listeners like. Like if the if the episode was fired, listeners wanna know what's going on. I followed back up mm-hmm. with them, so I did it with my home girl from the um trans woman episode because everybody just loved that episode. Um, uh, I did it with the um the BBW porn star. That one's coming out in September. That was a funny ass episode.
1: <laughs> Love.
0: <Lord, laughs> oh girl, that that lady is shits and giggles, man. Um, because
1: I go through my binges, and that's another thing too. A lot of people. Like myself are binge listeners. She is a binge listener, y'all. She be hitting me up about an
0: episode (laughs) of like from last year. I'm like, What what happened? (laughs) I gotta re-listen to it.
1: I'm like, girl, I'll be in my feelings about it. Oh my gosh. Especially the ballet one. Oh uh, my god.
0: That was a good ass episode.
1: Yeah, it was really good. I was in my bag with that one.
0: Yeah, (laughs) you got
1: points. You got major points. And people are not again like People are not covering things like that because they can't, they can't get into it like you do because you have your guests as anonymous. Um, I think that's a really, really big deal and a really big uh, benefit of your podcast, keeping it like that. So making sure that people know like, hey, it's anonymous, share how you feel, share what's going on with you kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Um, also too, like what is, what was like right now? what was your favorite, well, I won't even say your favorite episode, what was the one that got you going to say, hey, like, I need to keep, I need to really keep doing this?
0: Uh... (laughs) (laughs) Um... You know what? I don't know which episode this was. This was in the very beginning. So for if y'all didn't know, I don't know if you know this about me. I love like drug dealer stories. Like I think drug dealers are the most smartest yeah. people out yes. there. Like I, I'm so fascinated with them. Like I'd be amazed how niggas don't be going to school for making millions of dollars. Like <laughs> that just tells you yes. how smart niggas really are. And I was doing this episode, oh I can't even think of the name of it. Uh, I think it was called What the Streets Taught Me or something. And, was it with the girl which one
1: uh the um i'm a drug dealer because yes I was yes kid, i was
0: like shit. Was that oh one? my god so this was she was in the era of um uh, paying full okay so she was like in the streets like just a down ass bitch right and so now she's mm-hmm. an older lady and i was kind of like with certain people i get a little nervous or a little I don't want to say intimidated, but I would say nervous. I get a little nervous to certain people because, like, she's like known, like she's in the industry. You know what I'm saying? But mm-hmm. well, not in the industry, but she just she just known. And yo, when I when she started crying off of a question I asked her, that's when I know I was doing good. Uh, Cause I was at, you got that emotion, girl. girl. And that's when I was like, oh, bitch, you do, You get you getting your bag off, like <laughs> <laughs> because I always feel like when you can invoke an emotion on somebody especially if when you're a storyteller you're doing your thing
1: yep
0: so I think with that episode yeah. I think that when I see certain people um, like when I did the HIV uh, I have HIV and this is the person who discovered um, Jay-Z and I remember hearing her on Jay-Z album so like when I see certain people that like, actually bite the bait that I give them like that gives me confidence and reassurance like okay bitch like you're doing your thing you're on a roll Uh hmm and you're doing your research,
1: too. Like, I got to see firsthand you going through interviews, and oh yeah, I'm sure, like, when we get these next episodes, like, you don't ask the same questions as everybody else. Like, oh, tell me about yourself. Like, no, let's get right into it. Why are you selling drugs? Right. Like,
0: <laughs> because, I mean, it, it. people want to know, like, and honestly, yeah. I think that a lot of my guests, a lot of people don't ask the questions that I ask. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And I also think it's a it's coming from somebody that look like them, so it makes it even more comfortable, you know. Yeah, uh, yeah, that
1: makes a big difference.
0: But mm-hmm. you ain't gonna tell it Becky is. what time it is, but you gonna tell me no. what time it is. Yeah, I'm
1: like, let me tell you what happened. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna tell you the ins and outs, what time it was, all that. Especially because I'm anonymous. Exactly, probably. and I think
0: one thing that I'm I'm thankful for that none of my guests ever felt like I was judging them because that's not my intention. Like mm-hmm. I be feeling like I just be kikiing with them. Yeah,
1: yeah, and it feels like that. It Feels like okay. Listen to the professional homegirls talk about what's going on. Yeah, with them, we can see popping no shit. What the is. That is really cool. And then I guess I want to know too. What was sixteen year old you say about you right now?
0: Yeah, Yo, you're so dope. <laughs> That's what she was saying. <laughs> like, <laughs> <laughs> no, because it's like, you know, I think that like. I feel like who I am now would definitely be a person that the younger me needed. And thankfully, I had like my grandma, I had my childhood friends and stuff. But like, I think that I know this is what I'm supposed to be doing. Cause like, again, it, it just feels, it feels safe. It feels like I'm at home. Like, it feels like I'm in my element, you know? So I think the 16 year old mm-hmm. me would be like, I would have told my 16 year old stuff, like, yo, just hang in there. Like, shit gonna get moving. Like, just keep going. Like, you on the right track. And like, I think one thing I would have told, also would help told my younger stuff is like, just follow your heart like stop asking people what they think stop asking people for mm-hmm. advice like if that's what you want to do do it and if it don't work, work out at least you did it because some niggas ain't even got the balls to do it you feel me yep. so yep. if that's anything I can instill in my kids like go with your first mind like stop asking everybody what they are 'Cause because a lot of people be fear projectors and when shit don't work out for them they project their fears on you you feel me yep yep
1: and that's something you can tell yourself now too at all times yep that same advice applies.
0: Like, there's certain friends, like, including yourself that I go to for certain things, because I know that certain people understand where I'm coming from, and I know that certain people have their best interest at heart when it comes to me. You feel me? Yeah. Yeah, definitely. And what
1: was your hardest interview? Like, what was one that you, like, was, like, kind of question? like, how am I going to get through this one?
0: Oh. oh, my God. Um, I need to
1: know. I really need Which to one know. would you like, think? Let me know. <laughs>
0: They all hard. Like some yeah, of stories I like... the stories are like
1: the HIV one, it just seems like that would be hard, like listening to somebody finding out about what's going on with them and
0: uh She's uh, so cool uh, by the way. Yeah. Like, she's such a over yeah. older lady. Yeah. Yeah. Um, no, that wasn't my hardest one. I think my hardest one was um oh my god, where um uh, I survived child abuse. Oh my god. Um, Did you listen to that one? Mm -mm. I ain't binge yet oh man I I, I also um, endured child abuse growing up so Mm -hmm. I didn't endure it not to compare but I didn't endure it as as much as she did to a point where she was Mm -hmm. like uh, raped by her stepfather and stuff but man oh Mm -hmm. man that shit was heartbreaking like I had to take a minute for that one yeah Yeah, that was hard I think that was hard Uh, listen to my best friend mom Story was hard by her mom. Mm-hmm. Uh, what else was hard? I mean, always hearing about a woman getting sexually assaulted is hard. Um, when I listen to um, uh, uh, with the ballet survivor, that was hard. Yes. Yeah, her getting raped, like, but it wasn't hard to, uh, it wasn't hard because it was like, you know, you're talking to your homegirl. I think the situation itself was just like, damn, like, yo, niggas really be out here just violating, you know. Mm-hmm. They do. Uh, I think when I did the episode earlier, where um, with the she donated her kidney, that was kind of hard because it's like, damn. Like sometimes I don't even think parents understand the importance of instilling that self love within their child because it starts at home, you know. Yeah. Yep. That's and sure she didn't donate a whole kidney, child. So. Ugh. Uh, you know the BBW porn star one was like that was a one of my funniest episodes. Like I, that's one of my favorite, but like towards the end of part one she talked about, mm-hmm. you know, her being raped by her stepfather and her mother knowing about the whole situation, so she was like, you know, I was a porn star because somebody had to teach me, and it's just like, damn, like, mm. you know what I'm saying? Like, a lot of these stories are difficult because it's like, you know, I'm almost at 100 episodes in, that's 100 different people I've spoken yeah, to, but that's 100 yeah. different types of trauma. Yeah, it is. You feel me? So, And then you got
1: the good when you got the intuitive card reader. That's like, good. That episode like 15 I'm looking at the thing now like 15 and imagine like how far you got now cuz now that is a really big thing right now like that is an industry that every a lot of women are tapping into um not really I don't really see men doing it but I see a lot of women doing it um but you got that interview early on to see like kind of what it's about right uh, how was that for you
0: That was fun um she actually did a reading for me too but I, you know, what's so funny? Because I was like, damn, because I'm also tapping into like, uh, well, I've always been like very spiritual, but I'm tapping into like the whole crystals and stuff like that. You know, just getting back to my ancestors, and uh, I actually want to do an episode with somebody about crystals, because oh, that's a really nice. big thing. And I'm and I have like I'm starting to build my own little crystal game up. So, yeah, are you into crystals? Step your cookies up.
1: I'm starting to get into them. My cousins sent me, they sent me a bunch of them, and they were literally what I needed at the time I needed. And it was right after I went to uh, an intuitive reader, mm-hmm. and she was telling me which ones to get. And then I checked my mailbox, and my cousin had sent them to me. And I was like, oh, wow. wow. I, didn't so I was like, I guess I needed them. Listen, the universe be knowing, <laughs> universe child. Yeah, sure do. So it's, it's really interesting to me. And I keep having to um work with with intuitive people like the the one of the clients that I'm probably gonna be getting I'm speaking into this that I that I have um she does reading she does spiritual baths she does all of that and I'm just like
0: that's the client you was working on right like,
1: um, yeah, yeah you already yeah, got that child and I'm like God is like putting this in my face like tap into it mm-hmm. and then this woman is like literally saying like you don't have to have people tapping into you you can tap into yourself. And do
0: this for yourself, and I'm like, wow, this is this is interesting. Listen, child, I was listening to um, I was in Chicago with my friend. I was like stressing myself out over just like, you know, just like wanting to make more money, want to be want to do my podcast full time, and yeah, 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 you know, regular entrepreneurship. And yeah. let me tell you how the universe be working. I literally got in the car. I think I spoke about this on one of the episodes. Got in the car, mm-hmm. and Joel Osteen was literally saying about how. You need to have more faith in yourself than you do in others because everything you need is within you. And I was like, yo, what a fucking bar. (laughs) (laughs) Bar. What a bar. It's just like what are the odds? And that whole sermon was about like, you know, if you're an entrepreneur or whatever, like don't despite the small beginnings of the, of the, don't, the smart, don't despite the small um, steps in the beginnings of the days. It's like one of my favorite Bible scriptures. But it's pretty much saying like, if you start off a certain way in the beginning like just keep going because you gotta have the faith of mustard muster seed and things are gonna grow. You get what I'm saying? And yeah. I think sometimes we be comparing ourselves not even knowing that we're doing it but like looking at somebody else's business and they be popping you on this place. just like, yo, you can't compare your day one to somebody day 100. Like that's impossible.
1: Yeah. It don't match up. Right it don't match up at all just
0: trust your process that's so,
1: cool. that's so cool I'm just so proud and honored to know you and everything that you've been doing and your growth and seeing how passionate you are about it like you get me you got me fired up this weekend while you were here and I'm like okay like I'm slowly coming back so your energy is so needed for the
0: world oh so thank that you for almost me. said your name friend <laughs> <laughs> i'm anonymous i know no we gotta you gotta be there for your people and loving your people man like i was singing to her y'all yeah. i was rapping nick Minaj. <laughs> yeah i needed that i'm like oh
1: shoot like hold up i am i am i am beyond my sadness so yeah. i i thank you for that because i'm like oh shoot like it's it's life is really lit it's like opening your eyes a little bit more like oh shoot i i can't see yeah. I, i'm not blind
0: so
1: using those senses but you are needed um I'm trying to think, is there anything else I wanted to know? Um
0: let me see. Hmm. Come on, pull out your journalistic bag.
1: <laughs> I I <laughs> personally want to know when the notebooks are gonna be together. I know. So y'all
0: she, <laughs> <I> was, just, <laughs> she was helping me with my merch because I really wanna <laughs> have merch well I'm not ain't no really. I'm gonna have merch out by October. So and the merch is gonna be super cute, y'all. So make sure y'all um support. And it's gonna be super affordable. Like I ain't trying to break y'all bag because I know we're in a pandemic. Okay. And um, so no, it's so cute. So definitely by October, before we, because me and her going on, okay. on a cute trip. So before we go on that yep. trip, the site is going to be live. And I'm just going to bring yours with me. Yes. I'm so excited. the notebooks are so cute. Like, super cute. So I'm excited. I'm not buying no more notebooks until then. I know. I want to go. I was like, take me to Home Goods. Take me to Home Goods. And I'm like, why are you <laughs> buying a notebook? You're about to bring out your yep. own notebook. Don't even do it to yourself. Right. And the notebook, you seen the notebook. Uh, notebook is mad cute.
1: It is. And you wrote all up in yours. I know. Um, I'm a writer, y'all. I mean, yeah, manifest it. So you, know, you know it. But um, I guess that's all I have for you. I'm just excited to be a part of this and seeing your growth and almost at 100 episodes. You out here. I got know. Got your mouth sold up. Like, you lit. I
0: know. You know, thank you for supporting me. I'm telling y'all, we, we met 10 to 15 years ago. And this girl has literally, like, helped me understand how to brand myself taught me what i mean she was doing business shit She doing shit that i was doing and she was doing this like 10 years ago <laughs> <laughs> she was working for like three different companies helping them with they branding and shit so like i really appreciate you man because you really helped me like sit my ass down and figure out exactly what phg means so i appreciate you because you're definitely a you professional home girl yeah. Yes. Look, <laughs> give me
1: my give me my professional homegirl <laughs> crown. Thank you. So oh my God. you're the
0: only person I probably do any more episodes with interviewing because other friends ain't got it, child. So <laughs> they ain't got it. If y'all want to know more about my guests, what you got any more questions? No, I this good. Seems... Oh, one more,
1: one more, one mm-hmm. more, one more.
0: Oh, here we what go. What is the ultimate goal of PHG? I... That's a good question. You know, I used to always think that I wanted to be with certain, um, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? I used to always think I, need, I needed to be with certain networks to get to where I want to get to as far as, like, the growth. But I think that, you know, God shows me glimpses of where I can go by showing me that how other people did it by their, on the, just by themselves. Mm-hmm. So I think the ultimate goal, obviously, is to do this full time. And I want to... Well, I own everything. So if I was a partner up with a network, it will be a partnership. Uh, mm-hmm. You know, I really want to do title Rock Nation, so put it out there. But um, I just want to keep the stories going. You know, I'm working on a documentary. Um, I'm very excited about that. I want to be able to travel. Like, I think what Humans of New York, what he does is so cool, and I kind of want to yeah. emulate that because I think it's just so cool to begin, like all these people's stories and like it'd be like some off the wall stories so like the fact that our stories are kind of similar is like i know i can do what he does but my way and like i don't know it's just so much like i definitely want to come out with a book but i'm gonna wait a couple of more years i get some more shit going on but that's pretty much it i really just want to travel and get stories from all over and just tell these have black women tell their stories the way they want to tell it I
1: like that. Right? You in your bag. You in your basket. I know. I'm in <laughs> my
0: basket. And you know, do documentaries. There's so many different stories out there, y'all. Like, oh man, I think I showed you my list and I'm like, yo, like, I have so many ideas. Like, in a documentary, I want to do two documentaries and one documentary is with this girl I went to high school with, and she was, um she was killed. So, I want to shed light on that and just like, there's just so much shit I want to do that's like, I know like, that's gonna be for us, by us. No pun intended. You go, girl. You go. You go, girl. All right. So we'll see, town All right. But thank really? you, friends This was fun. Thank you.
1: thank you for having me. She had her her questions ready, y'all. Yeah.
0: <laughs> well, if y'all have that's any, her. if y'all have any questions, comments, concerns, if y'all want to support my friend, um, like I said, she's a DJ. But tell them what you do. So
1: I'm a DJ, I do upholstery, I'm a upholsterer. so if you got an old couch, I can make that joint look brand new. When I buy
0: my first home, <laughs> I'm literally <laughs> flying her to New York so she can do my house, like. I will. Her, the shit, her shit is so crazy, y'all. No lie.
1: And I just went to the fabric store today, and it's on. Furniture line is about to start today. Yes. I'm on, I'm on my ebony. Yes. So I'm a professional home girl. Okay. Um, what else do I do? And then I do marketing and digital. So I have a creative agency. Um, I do all like social media and I plan out content. Um and then I do PR as well too.
0: Tell y'all that professional home girl, but get y'all one. <laughs> Let's not mess with these bum bitches. Get you a professional home girl. <laughs> but for real. <laughs> like no dead ass. <laughs> dead ass stuff. Well, until next time. Thank you, friend. I'm gonna call you right after this episode, so <laughs>